Continue to be not related. Yay, for another week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a show where it may seem like we're making fun of things when we talk about them, but sometimes giggles are the first thing that you do when you learn about things you don't know about. And oh, before we're, you here, cry. we're here to giggle with you while we all learn something new. <laughs> also, side note, if you listen to one episode out of context and have never listened to any other episodes before and don't know our tone and don't know how we handle things, of course it sounds like we're attacking you. That's not my problem. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know, you needed to know. Uh, Pete, tell me any notable things you care to share from your last week. Marissa, this week I ordered glasses online and I feel really bad about it because I diligently searched to try to find a business that wasn't owned by Luxottica who owns all the eye brands um, did you try Zenny Optical? Zenny Optical is one of them but I went with really? a different one yeah I went with a different one and it was on this list of it, well it turned out last year they acquired like a controlling share of this company and I was like shit how could this, uh, again the list wasn't up to date I guess I can't blame myself but maybe I should have done more research but well I have sunglasses and new eyeglasses coming so jealous I lost my prescription until that was my problem a week after it expired then I found it <laughs> So, so I went to the eye doctors, and the eye doctors like, "Gee, Marissa, do you use eye drops?" Uh, contact through wedding drops, not actual ones for my eye. Right. Like every time they ask me if I use eye drops, it sounds like it sounds like they're asking me like if I do something sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just always assumed that you weren't supposed to be like dousing your eyes and eye drops all the time because oh. I figured that probably means you have a bigger problem and you know you don't want to address a bigger problem but anyway <laughs> so did you lie to them no I don't really use eye drops very often and normally when my eyes feel irritated it's because of allergies but anyway um the guy's like so do you have any dryness and I was like yeah sometimes and he goes and it looks like here in the chart that you uh you know went through with the the nurse prior he goes, it looks like you don't used to like to use eye drops. We don't like to use eye drops, do we? Because we're men and we're tough. And I'm like, he fuck you. That? <laughs> what? That's psychotic. 
offensive. He thinks that's an acceptable thing to say. And I was just kind of like, I don't, huh. And I was just, I just didn't no? say anything. <laughs> Nobody thinks that, except for him. Yeah. That's weird. And I'm a little lady, and I love eye drops all the time. <laughs> I just drink them with my, my crumpets. <laughs> that's insane. Okay. Cool. So that was one thing that happened to me this week, but I think we all know the other thing that happened to me this week. The WNBA. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the Sky beat the Aces. Marissa, I know you remember this. Last season, in the playoffs, the Sky were playing the Aces. And at the last minute, one of the Aces ladies, she just threw the ball at the hoop, and there was, like, no chance it was going to go in, and it went in, and they won the game. Yeah, it's beautiful. And a similar thing happened this time, except the Sky won. And it's not the playoffs, but still. That's fun. So it felt like a sweet, sweet revenge. (laughs) Well, good for you. And I got my Dallas Wings shirt. Nice. Um, Yeah. I coincidentally bought some basketball merch today, which I showed you offline. I mm-hmm. bought a a Disney Knicks pin because now that Disney now that Disney World is hosting basketball, they're yeah. having a lot of collaboration merch. Well, that's I nice. almost bought NBA Mickey ears, and then I was like, "Why would I buy that?" <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> what uh, have you been up to, Marissa? I had a lot of things to tell you, and I don't remember anymore. Uh, That's me every week on this show. <laughs> and I just go, nothing. <laughs> I'll just say these two things. One is wildly uninteresting, and one just says something very weird about me. Uh, one, what you just said about not wanting to, like, deal with a bigger problem. For, like, a year, I've been thirsty to an upsetting degree to a point that people keep going, are you sure you're not diabetic? Also, I wake up, like... I feel like diabetes has about 70 symptoms that could apply to anybody at any point. I know, I know. <laughs> but, like, I'm thirsty to a point where, like, everyone's like, calm the fuck down. Uh, but also, I wake up with my mouth dry all the time, and it's problematic. And I didn't want to make... I didn't want to tell anyone, because I was like, I don't want to deal with this. And then I realized one of my medicines gives you dry mouth. So, guys... Well, that's nice. So now I feel better. But anyway, that's, that's the uninteresting one. The other one's not interesting, but it's like... I, I, now that... So I spent half of my work week at my boyfriend's house, and he needs to witness the way I do things. And I think he's starting to be like, whoa, why do you live your life like that? Not my life, but like my work life, the way like Pete, sometimes you snap at people. And I told him like... This when week I don't is the like first time it's snap. happened in a long time. <laughs> Um, and I was like, "Ooh, today my boy, my boyfriend, today my boss pissed me off." So I responded to all of her emails with one word and a period. And he was like, "That doesn't seem constructive." So today, <laughs> I was really mad for reasons that we don't need to get into. Uh, and my boss was ignoring all of my emails. Uh, so. Uh, when people do something I don't like, I like to do something out of spite. So I was like, how can I do something? She's ignoring all of them. I know. I can keep sending, like, an email every hour about the most inane thing that I technically have every right to ask about, but they definitely don't want in a separate email. So I definitely sent emails 
all day today. I'm impressed, though, with the restraint of every hour. <laughs> because in a work day, that's only what? Like eight, uh, eight emails? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It wasn't, like, too crazy. No, I get it. I mean, what are the other ways that you could... The other ways you could take this out, right? Like, you could just go yell at your boyfriend instead. You could, you know, misdirect that aggression someplace yeah. else. At least but that's not happening. <laughs> I did not. Uh, you could also, like, write a curt email to your boss that was mean and then get in trouble that way. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I know what you mean. If if I've done that before, uh, where, like, you could save everything up until you have like a solid long-term answer to something and it would be one longer email but instead you just keep sending regular ones yeah. and you're like oh i just discovered this oh i just discovered this oh i just discovered this too and it's like and i weaponize it <laughs> i like when i weaponize things like that i feel like i was like i got a tactic but i can't get in trouble for this technically yeah <laughs> anyway uh am i petty probably no no not probably yes yes Anyway, uh, I but not with her. everything. Yeah, no, 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 just work. <laughs> <laughs> just with, just with half of my life. Um, icebreaker. I hope I didn't ask you this before, and I feel like you're gonna be like, I don't know. And yeah, if that's so, pretty I much my standard. <laughs> but I don't know. Oh, chef, what's up? <laughs> character, it could be animated or non-animated, that you... I don't mean sexually, but like that you were attracted to... Of course to. you've asked this question. Oh, but did you answer? Yeah, but I don't remember what it was. Okay, I'll change it. Then what is a cartoon character that you looked up to or wished you were like when you were a kid? Uh, Leonardo, Ninja Turtles. Why? Because he, like, he seemed like the guy on the team who had his shit together. Like, Michelangelo was always eating pizza, and Raphael had a bad temper. I, not in the cartoons, but, like, um, yeah, Donatello was a dork, right? By the uh, way, Raphael <laughs> had a bad temper in the new cartoon. It was accurate. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know if that's from the comics, but I know in, like, the original cartoon he just seemed fine he didn't seem like a hothead or anything like that yeah yeah at least in my memory and then yeah like then when they made the movies in the 90s he that was his character trait and then it seems like all the cartoons after that built off of that but yeah he also had swords which i thought were like cool and normal as opposed to, like, size, which I was like, I don't understand what that is. And nunchucks, oh, okay. like, I feel like you just hurt yourself with nunchucks. And, yeah, yeah. again, Donatello, like, a bow? Come on, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it just seemed like... And he was also, I guess, unofficially the leader of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And so it oh, always, was he? It always seemed like... I don't know. He, he had, like, a good answer, you know? Like, people were like, what do we do? And he's like, I'll tell you what we could do. Okay, I guess that answer is what I, my question of why don't I remember which one he was. Like, I can't think yeah. of any trait he had, and I guess it's because he was the well-rounded one, and the other ones had, like, nerdy, hothead, dummy. And I think if you were like, going like, to argue that he had a flaw, I think in some of the newer ones it's like he's too overbearing as the leader. 
And oh, okay. sometimes that like pisses off Raphael and he goes and you know like drinks okay, a forty in right. the park or something. But by the way guys, the latest Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon is really fun. As an adult. I didn't watch it as a child. It came out as an adult and I really liked it. Yeah. Uh anyway. There's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles channel on Pluto T V. I don't that, no. I think it's the two thousand three animated. How one? is an entire channel? Yeah. And what bugs me about it is they go, all Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons from the years. And they, I have never, ever seen one <laughs> of the ones that I watched growing up. But there Aww. are people online who are like, oh, yeah, they're on there. And it's like, but when? And, <laughs> and it's also it. hard to tell because they're all called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, that's confusing. Okay. <laughs> um, never mind. I should start seeing the new one again. That made me happy. Um... Well, if we were answering my first question, I found so many cartoon characters attractive, yes, including I, I, the turtles. I recall. Uh, not all of them. <laughs> I, one of them. I don't doubt it. Tell them, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I wanted to be... I may have picked sure April O'Neil. What? I may have picked April O'Neil when you asked the other question. I, oh, yeah. I can do that. Okay. And then the porn I, star I April O'Neil, like brought it all to life and it's like oh this is uncomfortable now it's real oh, man me and pete used to do a lot of porn research and it's been a while and i forget all the stuff we learned anyway um um oh i'm sure there's plenty there's probably a better one i could think of but off the top of my head i can think of rogue because gambit was hot and she was with gambit and, and yet, for some reason, when I was young, I really liked being tortured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and she was the ultimate tortured superhero. And now I'm like, why the fuck would I want to be that? What the fuck? But yeah, <laughs> I really indulged to in being tortured when I was young. I was an emo kid. <laughs> I mean, I mean, emotionally tortured. Not yeah, BDSM. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just in case any of you sickos out there. Not BDSM. <laughs> Me being a child, it's a BDSM. Okay, all right, I'll take that. That's what I meant. Okay. Uh, Pete, I'm so sorry. I thought today was Tuesday. I realized it was Wednesday. I brought nothing to the table. No, 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 that's all right. Um, Rogue, torture, hold on. Um, You don't need to always have a segue that makes no sense. Speaking of tortured relationships, Marissa... Uh-huh. This is gonna seem like it doesn't make sense. What's your take on souls? What in terms of what? Do I think they exist? Yes. Uh. Marissa, are you like okay? Okay. You have a soul within you. Yeah. Now, in one of these articles, <laughs> I read the line. It's generally accepted that when the soul leaves the body <laughs> that is the time of death <laughs> okay and since we can't really measure that right like we can't have an accurate but that idea. is generally accepted i would agree wouldn't you yeah yeah yeah. yeah so okay. like but but if somebody's like being kept alive on a ventilator we'll we'll get to everything oh <laughs> uh, okay, okay okay so you die yep what happens with your soul um off the top of my head, I would say it goes to heaven or hell. However, 
we have gone into the fact that we don't fully know what ghosts are. But to simplify it, I will say goes into heaven or hell or some holding place. Okay. So, for the sake of this episode, I'm going to ask you to indulge in the concept of reincarnation. Oh, I don't know why. I don't like it. <laughs> and it also, just sounds so tiresome. Yes. Let me throw out this one. We may have more questions than answers when we're done. Okay. But today, I wanted to tell you about walk-ins. Walk-ins? Like W-A-L-K hyphen-ins? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, these are not people who come by without an appointment. <laughs> it's people that walk into your body? There's, um, walk-in souls is what I'm here to talk about. I figured... It's a, a good entry into the topic is to make you answer this quiz, Marissa. Okay. To get you thinking, and you two at home, um, to get you thinking about yourself and what this could mean exactly. So I'm going to bring okay. up the quiz. It's only ten questions. Marissa. Yes. Have you felt at any time that you escaped what may have been the end of your life? One, I have had near-death experiences. Two... I have attempted suicide. No, I'm sorry, three. No, I am a survivor. Winning the life or death lottery, whatever the hell that means. Or okay. no. <laughs> uh, sort of, yes. Not, not, not anything super dramatic, but yes. I have, I have had a near-death experience? Yeah, I guess so. Or not I'm a survivor. Not enough like I saw my soul coming out of my body. <laughs> but I definitely thought I was going to fall off a roof once. And I was, like, emotionally preparing myself to die. Okay, we'll give you that one. Does that count? (laughs) Have the activities, sports, travel, reading, etc., that you used to enjoy been replaced with different interests? This is just yes or no. You linked to that experience? No, just in general. Oh. Because I try not to go on roofs anymore. (laughs) Uh, no. Okay. Have you ever had an organ transplant? That's a no, right? Oh, God, I thought you were going to say orgasm. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, no, my mother told me I am... Oh, wait, no, I'm allowed to take organs. She said I'm not allowed to be an organ donor. Okay. Your mom is selfish. <laughs> no one in my house is allowed to be because she thinks that that means they let you die easier. Oh. Do you ever freak out when you look in a mirror or wonder who that person really is who is looking back at you? No, what the fuck is that? Okay, so we have, no, that would freak me out, or sometimes I look more like my mother, sister, or another relative than myself. This is on the no scale. No, that's stupid. Okay, no, that would freak me out. All right. Do you have trouble relating to friends that you have known particularly your whole life? Here are your answer choices. Sure, I've moved on. This seems natural to me. Yeah, friends of mine do feel alien to me. Some, but I'm still friends with my BFF from grade school. Or, this is not a problem at all. There's one that says you've moved on, like you're over some of your friends, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Have you ever had amnesia or suffered from mental confusion? These answer choices, I think, are a little bit more nuanced than some of the other ones. My long-term memory is foggy. I have had amnesia. I am rarely forgetful, confused, not so much, or I'm often confused, things don't always add up in my mind. 
I feel like there's none like really in the middle. Uh, you could say things don't always add up, but I'm not. I don't have amnesia. Okay. Have people in your life ever remarked to you that you seem different or not yourself to them? Uh, I think that's like one of the meanest things you can say to somebody. Mercy, you don't <laughs> seem quite yourself today. Well, then who the hell am I, huh? <laughs> <laughs> if they did, it's nothing that stuck in my mind so much as significant. So I'd say we'll give no. You a no. Great. Okay. Uh, do you draw a blank when it comes to recalling your childhood, or do you have a poor memory recall of your early life? No, I had a fantastic childhood. Uh, my childhood recall is sketchy, but I have a few memories that are very clear, or I am detail-oriented and recall many past circumstances throughout my entire life. Oh, not the detail-oriented, the other one. All right. Do your family members ever feel like strangers to you? The first option no. is strange, maybe, but not strangers. Yes, that. <laughs> that's, my, that's my answer. Or, not at all, I share a strong bond with my family. Not at all. I don't... This is the last one. Have your likes and dislikes changed in regard to food? For example, you might enjoy eating beets now, but you never did before. My taste buds have changed as I've aged. My likes and dislikes are pretty much unchanged. True, food I used to turn my nose up at before, I really like. Also, I don't care for my old favorites. Or Change my diet has. Age. This one, I think, is you. My diet has changed, but for health reasons, not because I don't enjoy junk food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> All right. Also, can we say I didn't have a near-death experience? Because I just realized, like, I didn't, like, I feel like your life flashes before your eyes or something. I Marissa, just thought I'm like, what? Good news, you're not a walk-in soul. Okay, okay. There is little or no indication that you are a walk-in. Your purpose or path chosen for this life seems pretty straightforward. Oh, <laughs> That's another mean thing to say. What did you say? <laughs> Your purpose or path chosen for this life looks pretty straightforward. Well, then no. tell me what the hell it is. Yeah, I don't like that either. Uh, oh, I think I know what a walk-in is. I got you could be a walk-in, but probably not. Pete, not, what did you answer? It is not unusual for, for souls to feel alienated from their bodies occasionally, especially during periods of struggle or soul-searching. But this does not necessarily indicate a soul-swap. If you are one, you've likely been in your body for many years, and you have assimilated very well to your takeover life. Uh, I thought going to say, especially during periods, just <laughs> that, which I believe. <laughs> in terms of menstrual periods. Yes. So, in case you haven't picked up on it, a walk-in soul is a soul that chooses to incarnate, or take the human form of, a body rather than that of a newborn, like an adult body. How do we know that's not a demon? The soul takes... We'll kind of get there. Ooh! But I feel like this doesn't really operate in a, in a world where demons are a thing. Okay. The soul takes on the body's existence while the other soul goes on to the spiritual realm. Goes on a vacation. This can be immediate, like if Soul A can't wait to get out of there. Oh. Or it can be gradual, like Soul B is like leasing a car, but they're not sure if they want to buy it at the end of the lease. So Soul A sticks around and uh, you know, until until a decision is made. Um But then if a decision is made and they don't want it, would they die again? No, no, no. Soul A is still in there. It's oh. kinda like, okay, well I guess I'll take this clunker back and try to sell it to somebody else. Oh, I don't write that. <laughs> now you may be thinking, what exactly is happening to the human during all of this? Yeah. 
Souls are energy, people are vessels, all that business. So the human is existing, eating, shitting, interacting with other people, and posting pictures online. They're living out their life. I'm a little fuzzy on this whole entire thing because I have three terms that I'm unclear on. The first of which is soul. Okay. <laughs> Second is personality. And the third one is contract. Okay. I always assumed that the soul was your essence. Like, your personality can change over time, but there may are maybe some core values to your personality. I don't really know. Um, you can lose your personality before you lose your soul. Yeah. Like, if, if your mental faculties begin to fail you in old age, you are not anything like the person that you were beforehand. And, yeah, your personality sort of leaves you, but your soul is conceivably still inside of you, right? Yeah, for sure. And you can have a soul before you have a personality because I believe strongly that babies don't have personalities. Yeah. <laughs> so, Thank I you. don't really know what a personality means Thank you. Here. I was waiting for someone to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it means that traits and roles that a human have sort of make up the personality. Anyway, it's loosey-goosey because sometimes a walk-in will change the person a little bit. Think about okay. this like friendships. You are you, your friend is your friend, your great friends get each other, and you make lifelong promises with each other. It's like you're the same person. But then you start to live apart, grow apart, time passes. Your friend doesn't seem like their old self anymore. Maybe you've changed, maybe they have, but something is different. Does your new friend have a new soul? Maybe you have a new soul. Or has one of you grown in a way, soul-wise, that the other hadn't? Okay. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> then, we're talking about the contract. This is when the contract comes in. Think about this. I have, like, so many <laughs> metaphors in this. Okay. Um, one time... This is an aside that popped up, and I just wrote it down. But like one time, one time I had a pretty good job opportunity, and I was like, I just don't know if I want to take it. And my mom was like, Pete, you have two weeks off, like you have two weeks of vacation from your regular job. Why don't you accept the job, take two weeks off from your regular job, start the new job? If you don't like it, you <laughs> you can uh, quit. Or if you do like it, then you could quit your other job. And I was wow. like, first of all, that sounds messed up. And secondly, what about my vacation time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but imagine anyway that you ask your boss for help and they bring somebody in to help you. That person sort of like shadows you for a while. They sort of see what you do, understand how you work, everything like that. And... It feels good because you have somebody helping you out. Your boss brings you and the shadow in, and this is where you sort of like figure out what the contract is going to be. Do, do I keep both of you? And the new person is sort of like an assistant, a helper. Do you stay, but the other person doesn't love it, so they just walk away? They don't want this position. Uh, sort of like a 90-day review. <laughs> and then... Uh, mm -hmm. The other one would be like the other person loves your job and you hate your job, so you decide to walk away and pursue other things, maybe at this business or maybe beyond. <laughs> okay. So like the job needs to get done though. You mm -hmm. can't both just walk out, 
because if you both walk out, the job dies or the human dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's almost like in this in this parable, <laughs> souls are the employees, and the souls can come and go. Wow! Look at that. <laughs> I didn't find, this is where we get to uh, your question a little bit. I could find nothing credible about a hostile soul takeover. Oh, so man. This, this isn't like a crime or a possession. It's kind of like a mutual handoff. Now, I did find one disconcerting story about a man who was, he was near death and another soul sort of took over his body. When they released him from the hospital, he put himself in his bedroom and he locked the door and he wouldn't communicate with any of his family. And the family was like, he's not the way he used to be. Duh. Yeah. And then they, there was a ruckus and they heard some arguing and he was oh. like, get out, get out. I don't want you here. And they opened the door and his body is decomposed. What? Almost like... <laughs> He, the span of time that the other soul was in there just like happened in an instant and his body was decomposed and he was dead. Okay, that sounds weird. Yeah, it does. Huh. Okay, so <laughs> um, thinking with your body, could there be any worse rejection than your soul wanting to bail on you? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Your soul's just like, dude, this guy's like hopeless. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Why would this happen? Okay. Now think from the perspective of the soul, okay? The the idea here is like like if you think about reincarnation, Marissa, do you have any idea why a soul might be reincarnated into another being? Maybe because they have unfinished business. So unfinished business is one of them, but we like to think that's why you're a ghost. So <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> if you're a Maybe soul because you have so much fucking energy and it just can't be contained in one life lifetime a lot of times right we hear about this term karma right or you that okay are a shithead to somebody in life and then you come back as i don't know like a I a don't piece know. of duty but right why? but that's is that or i mean it's organic but it's not living right i just said a piece of duty but alive oh okay 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 you come back oh how about I'm sorry, Marissa. I'm very, very sorry for this, but it's the best thing that came to mind. Maybe you live, like, a very reserved life, right? And, like, uh -huh. somebody kind of, like, keeps you in check and controls you your entire life. And then when you die, you come back as a bird. And you can fly around freely and that sort of thing. <laughs> okay, I was wondering why you apologize, and then I get it now. <laughs> the reason that you get reincarnated is because your soul still has things to learn. And so if... You know, you are an old soul who has inhabited other things before, then you might have a lot of wisdom inside of you, right? But, like, mm -hmm. you also don't know everything. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here anymore. You would transcend to some higher place. So, um, yeah. So, this is kind of like going to school. Like, if you, Marissa, you're a smart person, and I know that this has happened to you. You sit down in a class and you start to take the class. And instantly, you're all, not instantly, but like some days, you're like, I already know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you have to sit there in class because you need to get credit for showing up, right? Mm hmm. But you also get really bored while you're there. And this is sort of what's happening with your soul. 
Okay. So your soul almost like puts your human body on Zillow and is like, mm-hmm. is anybody interested in buying this person? That's very interesting. Uh, and For some reason you said Zillow and my mind went to the dark web, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> Yeah, Dark Webzilla, where they sell yeah, yeah, yeah. haunted houses. <laughs> so, like, maybe another, like, another soul out there is looking for your location, your school district, your tax costs, that sort of thing. And so, so yes. they want Pete's to move. in love with that They want to move into your body so that they can learn the lessons they need to learn that you still have yet to experience in your life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when the matter is decided, the souls make a contract or an agreement, and then they switch places, or one goes off looking for something else, one crashes on its sister's couch or something like that. <laughs> Before you continue, I do want to know, how like prevalent is this issue according to your research? Okay, so in Western religions, it's not. Okay. In Eastern religions, very popular, yeah. Interesting. So when a soul decides to vacate the physical form from another soul... Oh, I'm sorry. I've misread this a thousand times today. (laughs) When a soul decides to vacate the physical form, another soul may opt in and take up residence in the body. Both souls have to agree for a swap to happen. Mm, Okay. So then we bring in soul lawyers... And okay, Pete. That's not real. Face. The exchange or transfer <laughs> of souls will usually happen during a trauma in a personality's lifetime, such as an auto accident, major surgery, suicide attempt, an episode of depression, some other type of suffering. Okay. Sometimes a soul will exit the body at the end stages of life, allowing another soul the op- this is crazy, Marissa, hold on. Okay. Allowing the other soul the opportunity to experience being in a coma or other pre-death experiences. Why would anyone want to experience that? This could account for some terminal patients not recognizing family members who are sitting vigil at their deathbeds. Why would someone need to know about a coma? Yeah, I don't... Um, I think that there is... (laughs) I love myself, guys. I think there's something humbling about a coma. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but... I mean, I guess, sure. Sure, I'll, I'll give you that. And so maybe you need to learn a bit about, yeah, like giving up control or Mm -hmm. the idea of sort of like being trapped someplace. Again, we're going very Eastern with this. So there's different lessons that you would learn that maybe don't hold as much value in Western culture. Yeah. Um, Not the least of which would be being by yourself and doing nothing. Like just being in your own head, which Mm -hmm. is terrifying to many of us. In the West. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes the soul will rent out its body to another soul for a short period of time. Like that. Allowing itself a respite from human form. Which, pff, yeah, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I would also like a He's respite from human form. put his soul on Craigslist tonight. <laughs> Transient souls will walk into a human body similar to professional house sitters. The transient okay, walk Pete, in I don't, will... I don't, this doesn't track. Will play house with your family, friends, neighbors, etc. until the original soul returns. Okay. Sometimes a soul will agree to walk in and reside in the body alongside the original soul as partners. Isn't that cute? Romantic? 
Ooh. This is much like opening your home to a guest, having a roommate, or employing a live-in housekeeper, which is rude. Uh, The guest walk-in will agree to cohabit the body uh, for different reasons. A walk-in may become an observer, merely wanting to shadow your life. Uh, This may happen when the original soul is considering exiting the body permanently, but hasn't made its final decision. Or a guest walk-in will arrive to help out or support the original soul um, while he's like recuperating from a trauma, right? That's kind of nice too. Uh, Sometimes the original soul will serve as an interviewer or on-the-job trainer, which is like, yeah, we all need that. (laughs) (laughs) Many different scenarios can be played out when two souls choose to co-inhabit one body slash personality. Then, Marissa, some agreements are based on tough love. At this okay. point, you might be saying to yourself, Pete, where'd you find all this shit? <laughs> yeah, also, I want to know why. Where and why. This is at learningreligions.com. No, why did you do this? I don't know. It was very interesting. I mean, what made you want I couldn't to tell you. I think I saw walk-ins, and I thought it was going to be really fun and spooky. Oh. And it kind of is. Yeah, I consider it a little spooky, and I don't know that I would reel out And I'm much. not. I'm not kidding. Mercy, you may not remember this, <laughs> but one time I looked in the mirror and I did not recognize myself. And no, I, I don't and I this. talked to you about it, and you were like, "Pete, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, that would be what I could say. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "I am not safe to continue this conversation." <laughs> and again, it's not like it's a regular thing, but there was a time when I looked in the mirror and I was like, "What? Who?" <laughs> and like, it was. So, that was another thing that sort of interested me. It's still what the fuck, but, like, I could believe that happening to you. (laughs) Okay, so, my mom is a huge proponent of tough love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, an agreement based on tough love. For example, a soul might want to experience rejection, abandonment, or other difficult emotions in the human form. So, another soul may agree to take on the role of a nemesis to invoke this type of experience. In the eyes of an enemy, a friendly soul may be looking lovingly back. So you are, for intents and purposes, being abused by a partner, but your souls are looking at each other I don't really love that. Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) Souls can jump into dead people. Um, There was one thing that I read... And make them come back to life? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. But, like, as a different person. Like... I'm sure you've heard situations where somebody gets an organ transplant and they're like, oh, you know, like, cotton candy doesn't taste the same anymore. I used to love it and I hate it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's one account that I read about where uh, essentially a person was, like, brain dead and the hospital kept them alive on machines. And I feel like there might have been travel involved or something. But, like, when the family got there, they were like, pull the plug, pull the plug. Because they were worried that another soul was going to jump into the dead body. Ew, and then what? they'd have to deal with, like, the husband slash father being another completely different person. Why, wait, 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 wait. Well, why made, what made them think that? Are they just superstitious? Uh, they just believed in this. And they believed that the oh, whole entire time... Oh, they believed in it. It didn't... Nothing happened specifically, though. Yeah. They just okay. sort of believed that the whole time that they were brain dead, um, that they were sort of vulnerable to take over. Like, Ooh, okay. like, I left the house with the door wide open. Was this locked. in U.S. or overseas? I don't know. Okay. 
It was in an Indian article, though. Okay. No, I mean, I was just curious. It's, it's, I mean, people can have beliefs anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It isn't only dead bodies or spirits um, that spirits can enter. An exchange or entry of a spirit or soul uh, into a living body can take place when the body is sleeping, unconscious, in a drugged state, when under anesthesia. You say drunk or drugged? Drugged. Oh, okay. Which, alcohol is a drug, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In emotional stress, a near-death experience, a suicide attempt, and other sort of severely traumatic things that could happen. So, if so you're in you a drugged state... So, someone else is in your soul? No, if you're in a drugged state, like you're taking um, ayahuasca, right? That's the one. Um, yeah, and oh, like, yeah, And you're yeah. like, oh, what's going on? Like, you could, you know, this is one of those things that could be happening. Interesting, okay. Spiritually advanced souls can walk into adult bodies and bring new dimensions into play. And again, that's kind of what that family Guys, I do not about. want new dimensions. I'll tell you no. that. I've had enough of this one, right? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> the last thing I have to add about walk-ins comes from pop culture. Many shows that you would expect have referenced walk-ins in some way, like The Ghost Whisperer, The X-Files, The Twilight Zone. But I wanted to talk about two references in particular – the first of which is when Superman died in DC Comics in 1993. There, okay. Right afterwards, this was my favorite like portion of any Superman story. Because it was like, Superman's dead. Who's going to take up the mantle? And then Superboy showed up. Who was like okay. a horny teenage Superman. Ooh. Uh, Cyborg Superman showed up. Uh, I feel like there were four, but the, only, the other one that I remember is Steel. Steel was a blue-collar worker who was covered from head to toe in metal. Like, he was covered in steel. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he was huge, and he was like a superhero. He couldn't fly or anything like that, but he was a formidable hero. Um, and, yeah, he pretty much kicked ass. And in 1997, he was portrayed by Shaquille O'Neal in a movie. In what movie? The movie Steel, Marissa. Oh. All about him. Okay. <laughs> In comics, Lois Lane posited that Superman could be a walk-in inhabiting Steel's body. That okay. she didn't, she knew that Clark Kent and Superman were dead. Spoiler alert: Clark Kent and Superman are the same person. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, like she knew he was dead, but she thought perhaps his spirit has sort of taken home in this new hero because he was he was a very upright and moral kind of person as opposed to yeah horny um superboy and robot cyborg superman anyway the second one that i wanted to talk about <laughs> there's a stage play that's called heaven can wait it has been adapted into films i think it said three different times my favorite of which was 2001's down to earth which starred chris rock as a comedian oh, who died yes. And inhabited the body of a rich white man, only to struggle with trying to reclaim his status in comedy and romance. Oh, I love it. And then I sidewalked down a bad alley because Louis C.K. co-wrote that movie. Louis C.K. has a oh. podcast that you can pay for. I didn't okay. pay for it, but it's Louis C.K. and his girlfriend host a podcast. His girlfriend is a French actress, writer, performer, and... I can't imagine what it could possibly be about anymore. <laughs> oh, I kind of am curious. I don't want to give a props, but I mean, I do want to know. So, to end, 
if you are listening to this podcast and you're like, uh, I think I check all the boxes, uh, look up the quiz. You can certainly take the quiz. If you get that you are a walk-in soul, please contact us and speak to yes. us. 570-POD-WOD-1. Walk-in souls, this is a challenging part, though, of this whole entire piece. Walk-in souls often struggle to identify with the personality that they are taken over. Okay. I, I just dropped the G in taking. Oh. Just so anybody who's listening closely knows. I didn't hear. Uh, this okay. is because they usually come in when the personality is emotionally damaged or the body has been harmed in some way. Walk-in souls also have the responsibility to learn how to live among the other souls who are in the original soul life's mates. So friends, okay. family members, everything like that. Uh, if you feel estranged from your own being or are having difficulty relating to other people in life, in theory, you could possibly be a walk-in. Okay. Or you could also just, like, have social problems. You could be an angsty teenager. Um, you could be you, a dick. Could, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things that this could be. But interesting. I think when I when I saw this, I it, like it just showed up someplace while I was looking for something ghosty. Yeah, it showed up, and I was like, "That sounds kind of terrifying," because I never really got a solid answer through all this research about like it says like another realm. Yeah, but like, what does that look like? Yeah, that's and what I, know I know. Immediately, any professional is going to go. If you're wondering what it looks like, you just don't get it. That's like asking what heaven looks like. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I get it, but like. <laughs> Whatever. So this is operating in 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 a, in a I don't want to say in a world, but like in a world where in a world. Um, yeah, souls will outlive your body, and you being be, like pa the part of you that is a soul has so much to learn. It just can't learn it in one life. Maybe it can in like a really bad life, but like it, <laughs> it has so much to learn in one life, or that it can't do it in one life, and so it might need a few goes around go arounds goes. It might need a few tries yeah. to kind of get it right. <laughs> yeah. I, and I it's not really like it's not like you live like you live the perfect life. Like you're playing a video game just trying to get to the next level but you keep dying. It's not like you know, like you have to live a perfect game in life. Yeah. It's not like that. It's that, you know, you might have enough exper accumulated enough experiences that you can sort of like get promoted. Uh if it dead's coincidentally or it no incidentally because it's not really a coincidence but because it's not totally linked but as you're reading as you're talking to me i just got a, a youtube notification that a video by some person i subscribed to put a video titled purgatory and it just seemed fitting mm -hmm. that's all yeah that's that's quarantine uh. <laughs> ouch <laughs> I got confused what you say. Continue. I'm done. Do you have any, like, thoughts, feelings, questions, opinions? I like it. I'm still not convinced that demons aren't doing it, but I like it. Yeah, I think, um... Yeah, like, the idea of, like, being possessed by a demon and stuff like that... That's definitely, I feel like, a, a different branch of the religious tree. Yeah, yeah. With I, spiritual I tree. Yeah, but, but I think at the same like time, overlap in these theories. Yeah, like, can you explain away? So let's say somebody in your life does become possessed by a demon, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I don't know, what would that person be like, Marissa? How are they acting? 
you asking for a reenactment or just details? Just like some speculate some ways, like like tomorrow they spit a your lot, boyfriend they throw up all over your face and they're really mean. Okay. Like and they're like, <laughs> and that's how they talk. Now you could argue that a soul needs to experience what it's like to be no <laughs> possessed, and that I this soul that. is tough loving your soul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah, there's um a lot and, and I just kept reading more and more about it and I was like, I don't know if I like a thousand percent buy into this, but it is an interesting concept and it's one of those things where kinda like uh the Wendigo, um, how come this hasn't been made into a good movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is Maybe it has, though. I mean, You remember that one movie where Nicole Kidman's husband takes over her son's body? No. Oh, that sounds slightly... And then David Duchovny has one, too, where his wife dies and she takes over the the daughter's body and then the daughter's trying to bone him the whole time. That was on (laughs) How Did This Get Made, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, why do I know that? (laughs) Um, Okay, so I will ask you this. Uh, if 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 this was true... If you were to be re- if your soul was to enter, or whatever, yeah, if you were gonna have to live a different life, that I guess was something you didn't learn in this life. What 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 kind of body would you have to uh, enter next time around? Does that makes sense. I think it's gonna like. I feel like it has to be some like pole, like either somebody who is really like happy and like thrilled with experiencing the world around them uh-huh. or someone who is being like dramatically oppressed or something like that because I feel like I'm just in the middle <laughs> okay um and maybe that like maybe the, I'm sh- I will say that's not a bad thing right because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so far on the happy end that I don't care about people suffering and I'm not so far on the suffering end that I am one of the suffering people yeah um, yeah but yeah I, th- I feel like if I were to learn something that would be that would be something that I would probably have to learn about and obviously if I got to pick I would want to be the really thrilled person and then go to suffering because maybe I could take some joy out of suffering <laughs> <laughs> okay okay I can see that. But, like, you might be thinking, too, well, why don't you do, like, dessert after dinner? If you have to eat both of them, why don't you take the good after the bad? But I don't think I would learn a lot if I suffered first, because I would just be like, everybody sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess we'll see what happens, Pete. Uh, I think I would be reincarnated as... um, Ugh, like a like a monk that like gives away all his earthly possessions and has to learn how to be at peace. Because mm-hmm. we could all I'm benefit obs- from that. What'd you say? We could all benefit from that. Yeah, because I'm like too fucking hyper and too fucking. I just don't know how to calm down, and I'm also obsessed with things. So I think I, I would benefit from that. Oh, I'm sorry. Also. I want to learn what it's like to be in a coma. 
you guys who aren't watching can't see that I am looking at Marissa with a I, what do you call this face? That wasn't like a I'm locking people in a coma. That's like a oh yeah, my soul yearns to learn that. That's what I meant. People in coma, I respect you. I wasn't making fun of comas. Marissa, I was, what? I think you are being facetious. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was interesting. Thank you. I'm glad you found that topic. I liked it. Oh, it's time for plugs. Marissa, do you have anything to plug this week? Anything fun going on in your life that you want to share with other people? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I Not going do. on in my life, but I will plug the, the latest Ninja Turtle cartoon, which is fantastic. Okay. It's on Nickelodeon. How about you? Uh, I want to plug putting oranges in your iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the current recipe that I'm working with, guys, for iced tea, homebrewed, take a bunch of water. Now, this is the only part where I don't know what to tell you, because it's just like I use the same container over and over again. It's a bunch of water. Okay. <laughs> I put in four black tea bags and one Earl Grey tea bag. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I let it steep for eight hours. Afterwards, I come back. I have stevia baking mix. Oh, Okay. And I put a half a cup of that in. Okay. And then I chop up a lemon, and I chop up a navel orange, and I put them all in there. Okay. And then I stir that shit around, let it sit for a while. Very good. Thank you. I like a very concrete, detailed recipe. Drink it cold over ice. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh, you, when you said, like, is there anything interesting going on in your life, I thought you meant, like, an event. I was like, what are, what's going to be happening? You have plugged events in the past. I know, but what events could I have now? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, still no. But yeah, Ninja Turtles, Nickelodeon, it's fantastic. Guys, um, if you want Marissa to bring back her eating Twitch channel for like a day... <laughs> <laughs> Call us at 570-PODWAD1 and oh, say... Oh, yeah. Someone asked for it to come back. Absolutely, I will. Say, like, um, green beans and Coke. Okay. Yep. You don't have to say anything else. You don't have to identify yourself. Yeah. You can also I... call us at the same phone number, 570-PODWAD1, with anything else. Maybe you have suggestions. Maybe you need some advice on something. Maybe you want to tell us that we suck. Uh, oh, please we're not really into advice. that one. But, um, yeah. Don't tell us we suck. Nobody wants that. Maybe we could ask the listeners for advice. And then they could call and leave us advice. <laughs> no, because I don't know how bad we are at things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I like that. Um, guys, thank you for listening. Um, follow Marissa on Instagram. At Riss Vandal. Any references or likenesses to any real people that were uh, made in this podcast are not intentional. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we again. are not we are not liable for your feelings uh, if you feel that part of it is directed towards you. <laughs> And if you feel it's directed towards you, it's probably because you only listened to one episode. <laughs> In which case, that's your problem, not mine. Bye! Bye. <laughs>